This is Scallop Bay Community Radio. My name is Pat O'Brien and I'm joined by my co-presenters Anthony Linehan and Jim Collins on the programme. Our programme today is in memory of Dennis Cahill. Dennis is a well-known guitarist, played with the Gloaming and the Martin Hayes up and down the, the country and around the world. And the tribute today is for Dennis. We have Pat Hayes, Christy McNamara, Gary Pepper and Martin Hayes. First we will have Pat Hayes. And now we're joined uh, online by Pat Hayes, a member of Clare County Council and uh, would be very well uh, much involved in the Fiegel Traditional Festival and uh, he's a brother of the well-known musician Merton Hayes. Uh, You're welcome to the programme, Pat. Yes, delighted to be honoured. Pat, uh, so you might give me your uh, give give me your thoughts on 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 um, Dennis Cahill. You 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 know him well, and uh, he was often off your house and I suppose stayed there a lot of, a lot of time. And uh, your your memories of of Dennis? Well, I suppose my memory of great memories of Dennis really. Dennis, uh, I arrived with Martin, and, and I suppose my mother and father's house was always a house of visiting and welcoming people all up through the years and. Um, when Dennis arrived, he was no, he was made to feel very welcome by my mother and father, and very much part of the house. And in fact, there's a room above in the house known, known as Dennis's room uh, to this day. And um, my mother often described him as the third son because he was there more often than than a lot of us at times. Uh, and every time they'd come to Ireland, uh, Dennis said. And Martin had, had based themselves in Mahara for a lot of the period, and particularly recordings and practicing and things like that for albums. And they spent their time very much locally then and took off and came back and let, used it as a base. And I suppose when Dennis arrived, 
all he was kind of into was drinking coke and eating burgers and my mother inducted him into Irish tarts and Irish meals and <laughs> broadened his cuisine for him big time. <laughs> And a, and bit and cab- a bit of bait and cabbage, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he had a huge fear of cattle as well uh, and farming <laughs> and, and that. He, I suppose, is, even though he had strong connections with Kerry, his family came originally from Kerry. Uh, he had lived in Chicago all his life. And it isn't the case of hearing a bull roaring or a cow roaring in the farm. Uh, Dennis took him a long time to adjust to that fear. And his biggest fear was when cattle had come down the road or down anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so look at uh, I suppose maybe we might all be the same if we arrived in Chicago and we saw something coming down the streets that we didn't we weren't aware of. But look at he adopted very much to becoming uh, very much an Irishman really and very much part of of a Clare community and his regular visits to Fetal. I think anyone that met him in Fetal said. Well, they felt it better for having known Dennis because Dennis would kind of blend into the crowd. He might be playing for the big concerts all over the world and playing in Fecal in the church and different venues, uh, but he'd still be talking to all the locals down the street and talking about politics and local things and love taking pictures. And as I'm sitting here now, I'm looking at a wonderful photo of Loch that he took um, uh, up in my office here. And uh, he loved taking those quaint things as well, and uh, I suppose getting him in, in, in while he'd be teaching music in Fecal Music Festival and doing the concerts. He loved going to the sessions in the night time, and my job was to transport him home and transport him down next morning early for the workshops. But he loved his day out late in the night and all that. So it's a very sad time, really, to be thinking back and remembering. Uh, the great contribution Dennis has made to us all. And uh, while uh, lots of people talk about his music contributions, uh, I think as a person, uh, he made a huge stride to come back from my mother's channel there and was very much part of it as well. And uh, I suppose in the last few years, struggled a bit with his health issues, but I suppose we'll, I'll never forget him while I'm around and neither will my family because uh, we... He chose to have part of his ashes scattered on the river in Mahara, near near the home place in Mahara. And uh, that's a memory that will always be remembered. And I think when the history books are written, Dennis Cahill's contribution to the music, the folklore, will always be remembered. And this wonderful, unique style of guitar playing uh, will always be remembered as a kind of a subtle type of music that blended in very well himself and Martin were... Uh, at the same age, understood it very much their own style and music of playing. So, look, at, we're sad, but glad to have known Dennis. And uh, it was ironic enough on the night of their celebration of his life in Fetal, uh, I introduced his wife Mary to cousins of hers in Fetal. They had been born, were born in in Lacroix and Fetal, and one of them married up. Married, they married out to Lockatorig and more married up to Michael the Kerrs in Fetal. They went down to near T- or Galway, Lockray as well. So, and Mary had met Dennis in Peppers as well. So, there's a circle that goes around really with con- connections everywhere. So, yeah, that's you know, Mer- Merrill's pet uh, uh, for uh, you know for him to meet up with even uh, cousins and relations and all that. You know. Yeah, you never know, as you said, when you go out in the night where you meet, and uh, Mary was 
bit dumbfounded that she was now being introduced to cousins uh, and uh, we worked it all out like then where, where their connections were uh, from 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 up the back road in Fecal and Lackaroo there uh, and uh, I suppose that's where they, her, they came from so how they ended up together so the connection of all the people who came to Fecal in the night was an interesting eclectic mix of people from all over the world that arrived to Fecal that night for the, to remember Dennis and coming from England and coming from America and up from Kerry and everywhere. He had a sad day. His uncle burned and died in a, in a house fire in Kerry during one of the festivals as well and was sad like of a Sunday evening. He got a news and fetalet. His uncle, which he was very close to, died in, in Kerry as well. So, oh, And okay. his, in fact, his first wife had died tragically in an accident in, in Scotland as well. Yeah, so. and uh, Pat, he, he, I remember when I was having like six, he, he, he arrived in and, and a few occasions with uh, different groups of musicians and he'd sit in the corner and play away and he'd be nice and quiet and he wouldn't be, <laughs> he wouldn't be interfering with anyone or making himself so known. Yeah, that's the sort of character he was. He just sat back and done it and still played for presidents and kings and queens all over the world mm-hmm. and and uh, at the same time would sit in the sticks so peppers or leaners or any of the bars and played away with every musician he could and that's the humble sort of man he was of course he had a huge aversion to uh, to Donald Trump uh, he didn't particularly like his politics <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he wasn't the only one so. <laughs> so when we sat down to discuss politics with me it was nothing but Trump and they loved Obama of course Obama invited him to the White House oh, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, I think Martin would have canvassed for Obama out in, 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 in America over mm. the years. Uh, but Trump was a total change uh, in America. And uh, Dennis wasn't, was his, was his biggest critic anyway. Not, he wasn't <laughs> any fan of his anyway. And he got really fired <laughs> up into the game when you talked about, when you talked about Trump. And yeah. He obviously got on very well yourself and himself, uh, Pat. Well, personal uh, because I, yeah, I brought him here. I, I was very emotional now the day that when when I had to actually yeah. physically spread some of his ashes. Um, mm. I said I found it hard to just let my hand go and let it let it off. Yeah, because uh, he was part of of, of our family. As I said for our twenties. Yes, I'm not sure exactly the years, but. Uh, this was just part of you'd meet him walking up and down the road he'd have a chat and he'd have you know it just kind of became I suppose my mother really became his mother really here in Ireland mm. uh, and and that's that's how we became very emotional uh, that he was emotionally attached to us as well and, and, and felt that he was loved by us all and liked by us all yeah. and 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 taken, and in. taken in by the community yeah. and that that's 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 a nice thing to have absolutely to, to feel good about as well yeah good strong memory for you there anyway that's for sure that's great so yeah. i suppose that that's probably as much as like you could talk about dennis and his music and he, he had some wonderful compositions himself as well and uh and i think the gloaming, when it will always be written about, it, is one of those super groups that uh, people really got into around the world as well, and their music will will live on as well, and Dennis's legacy and that will be very much attached to it as well. So, and as well, I suppose, uh, Pat himself from Mountain uh, in, in Chicago as well. They they 
they, they played in a lot of different venues and had, had great crack over there uh, when we were when we were talking to, to Martin on the phone there he he was giving us great um, uh, great descriptions of, of what happened over and the nights they had and, and, and all that so well sometimes when you're this side of the water you don't hear all that <laughs> <laughs> I had a great legacy in, in the Abbey bar in poor old Tom O'Looney that owned that he passed away as well recently as well uh, he was from Corrafin uh, but uh, I think one of the first engagements I had was a, I must try and root it out uh, I wasn't told to keep it at any stage it was a collector's item it was the band called the Midnight Court. It was oh, yeah. kind of semi-rock, semi-rock, plaid type of band. That, that Dennis played bass guitar, I think, and that type which guitar, but I think it was bass he played. Uh, as a, and, and I thought it was wonderful music now. It would it be very popular now if you had it going as well. Because yeah. and it was out of that then, Martin, Dennis kind of formed a relationship with and 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 it kind of came from two very different backgrounds of music, like mm. the music of of Claire and joining with kind of rock and and and, and that soul type of music in in Chicago. Mm. But they they seemed to work it out. It wasn't something you'd ever have thought that might have come together, Martin and Dennis, because Dennis wouldn't have been known and recognised as a traditionalised music guitarist, like so. And it's supposed they to have. They have I suppose the Midnight Court, uh, it was a very appropriate name for it. It was, it was. I don't know if there's any real recordings anywhere of it, yeah. but uh, it was one I treasured for a long time anyway, because mm. I, I just thought it was excellent music. You might have to dig uh, that out, yeah? Very good. Yeah, I'd have to try and see. I don't know whether Martin would be impressed if I brought Landers it now somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another one. History. That's it. So, look, was... So, Thanks very much to Scarlet Day Radio for um, for remembering Dennis as well, and uh, I think the community of, of East Clare for taking him into their into their hearts as well. I I, I think they, I think Mary, his wife, was very enamoured and, and 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 delighted with the with the lovely stories she was hearing on the night as well. Very good. So, uh, Pat, because our time is up, and um, we'll uh, we'll say thanks to you very much for your time. Uh, it's a busy it's a, it's a busy time of the year. So uh, thanks very much for your contribution to the, the programme, Pat. Yeah, and thanks for remembering Dennis. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. and may you rest in peace. Amen. Welcome. Right, so now we have Christy McNamara, and Christy, you you well knew Dennis Cahill, so your your memories of him, where where, where does it start going well, back, back, I suppose? Yeah, well, Dennis became well-known in County Clare again through, he, through his um, work with Martin, and I suppose he got drawn into the whole community of... of music and musicians and music making and place and I got to know uh, Dennis I think the first time I met him was uh, when he came 
player. He, he came with Martin and they brought the, a band that they were in, the Midnight Court. They brought them to Flagmount and they, it was an electric band and I remember Dennis was playing electric guitar at that time and, and uh, it was uh, an event that was set up, I think, by maybe Billy Lookman and uh, it followed on, I think, uh, it was on the shores of Loch Craney, so... The big tent, was setting, it? Big tent, and, and yeah. uh, we travelled by bus, I think, and uh, that was the first time I met Dennis. Yeah. And uh, I remember afterwards, he played acoustically with uh, Martin, and then Martin's father, P. Joe, who was married to my aunt, Peggy. Yeah. So... Uh, our connection with the Hazers would be through um, family and as as well my father Joe and my uncle Perry they were brothers they played with the Trolley Kelly band so we were interconnected that way so getting back to Dennis Dennis uh, very much became part of I suppose everybody's life through music and through through his work with Martin and, and no doubt that the legacy is huge and his legacy will obviously be remembered for how he changed the compliment and uh, I think as a duet he and Martin carved a niche that's that's made a road for, for everyone to travel on in, in how they approached music how they played it how they accompanied each other, how they supported each other, their friendship. Subtle uh, would be a word, would it uh, describe his... his um, oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, I think that... Um, his approach. The way Dennis approached a compliment is, is just... Uh, he brought a, a whole palette of colour into it. He created incredible space that supported the melody. He's just... Um, his generosity as an accompanist is, 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 is really, I think it's of the highest caliber, really, because I know from getting to play with him over the years and in sessions or in different settings we would have interacted over the years. And uh, I just thought that... Um, he was so giving and so generous and again I think as a as a, play, a melody player myself um, I, I just think that uh, I was very fortunate that he mm-hmm. I got to play with him we did some concerts in, in, in America some years back and we got to record together I made an album The House I Was Reared and, and didn't see all the compliment on that that came out some years back and uh, in fact he brought the bazooki into the recording which was something that I gave him the freedom to do to whatever do that, he felt yeah. was right and he played guitar and mandolin whatever he felt was right but I mean I feel very privileged that I had that opportunity with Dennis to Link up together. To play with him. And as, as I said, we had many nights. I remember we had one incredible night in the old ground hotel upstairs. 
when I launched the, the album The House I was reared in and uh, it was in July and they were busy so we had a night and the place the place rocked and I remember there was such a full room in it that we were trying to we took a break and we went into the kitchen there was nowhere else to go <laughs> and uh but again, like that, it was just like nights we remember, nights we'll never forget, the people that that we met along the way. But I, I really feel like that Dennis is, is, is very much, his legacy is just like enormous. And, and he came from a, a way of playing that wasn't rooted in traditional music. He yes. came from, he was influenced by jazz. He was influenced by rock and roll. His family came from Dingle. He wasn't influenced in that way by Irish music. Mm. But he brought a whole different palette into it. And I think it's... You can't talk about martin without talking about dennis and what they did together what how they moved things how they shaped things how they engaged with audiences how they connected with people and it was universally accepted that it was a worldwide phenomena mm. and uh, and it's the power of music and it's the power of of melody and the power of of emotion carried in that you know and mm. Their legacy will live on. I, I don't think anybody will ever be able to fill the shoes that Dennis, his shoes, you know, really in in the in in their connection and with then, the music together. You know, nobody will ever feel that. It'll never be the same. Again. No, but at the same time, that is part of of his legacy, and that is part of the evolution, I suppose, and the. Continuing success uh, of, of traditional music worldwide, and uh, like that, as I said, it's very hard to talk about music without. I think we're all little cogs in the wheel, but I think that everything that happens before us brings us somewhere else. So you wouldn't have. You can look back at people who sang songs in houses and dance sets and played tunes and that's where it came from it has evolved from that into Kaylee bands and uh, when when the music moved out of the houses how the music adapted into into bigger spaces and then you had the influence of the folk music coming from America, coming from what happened in, in, in English folk music, in the recordings, in the productions that led to the formations of groups and bands from Planksty to the Body Band to Didonan to individual players, you know, and you can go back as far as Michael Coleman, the recordings that came from from America, the influence they had on the music. So it's an evolving thing, but as well as that, it's it's like um, everyone plays a part, and it it 
it, it's just testament to the power of the music in itself that it draws people in. And in a way, it occupies bigger spaces. And it's, it's worldwide. It's a worldwide phenomena. And mm. uh, it's not just something that is rooted in a small place. But at the same time, it still honors and comes back to that. And I think mm. the fact that Dennis would have connected with his own his parents were from Kerry. He's um, he connected with 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 where his parents came from, his own country. So Dennis was American, but he was also Irish in his for sure, you know. And uh, I think his roots were important, or his roots is an identity. Uh, but um, he was um, very humorous and witty man, great man for stories. Easy and, going, I uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that he was the best of company, and uh, he never no, seemed to be in a done. hurry, did he? In the accompaniment, he never seemed to be in a hurry. Is that fair to say? Well, no, but you see, again, Dennis will. I think his main concern was really to support the melody that mm. that uh, give it space and. Uh, I remember he said to me once, well, he said, there's no need to play three notes if one would work. So, mm. in some ways, I think he analyzed, he looked at us, and again, like that, we'll say everything that he did was, I mean, he and Martin worked very hard to get to where they were in what they achieved mm. collectively and individually, because I think... As an accompanist, I often think about being an, uh, an accompanist is that you have to be able to fit in around different people and what they do and, um, and adjust what you do to support what they're doing, if you follow my drift. Yeah. So the fact was that, <clears throat> and there are many good accompanists, there are many people, but I think that they they have a character because they have to be able to that's be friendly with loads of people to survive in what they do mm-hmm. whereas a melody player can play a melody but I, I think it's you can analyse it deeply but at the same time it's just the power of it and I mean I think of one track that really that blows me away always always and uh, it was it was Mary McNamara and it was a Bantry House, and she plays. Um, she plays the Battle of Ockram mm-hmm. in the key of G minor, uh, and uh, she's accompanied by Dennis. And then the, and I just think that piece of music alone, that that tune, is the epitome of maybe uh, of 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 his support in what. The melodies, but it's just the space, and and I could listen to that all day. Mm. And I I, I I met Mary recently, and, and I said to her that particular track I just like played all day. And again, it's just like I suppose the relationship that Dennis had with the music and 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 with the musicians as well, and his empathy and his. Um, how he supported them to play better than, you know, how, where things shone out. And he never looked for anything 
because if you saw him on stage, like he never said a word, mm. and uh, but he was just so generous and giving. And I think again going back to Martin, like and and uh, as, as you know, we're first cousins and we're good friends as well. But I think when Martin paid a tribute to. He paid a tribute to Dennis on, on uh, I've read it on Facebook, and I thought it was like it was it was a beautiful, beautiful, uh, fitting tribute that that really said so much, and it was full of emotion. But it, it's it's a bond and a friendship, and I, I don't think when you see people who have musical relationships, but it goes beyond all that into mm-hmm. the into the other world in a way and it's it's the people you meet because of what you do and and like that Martin if Martin hadn't hung out in Chicago and bumped into dance well then maybe Irish music would be the poorer for yeah. all that you and did you, so, so <coughs> did you make a couple of um, a couple of albums yourself with him as well um, um, did I, sorry did you, did you make an album with him yourself as well or, or two Oh, I did. I, I, I recorded um, the house I was reared in, and uh, the house I was reared in came out, I think, in 2007. And Dennis did all the accompaniment on that. Uh, so I was very privileged to, that he could do that for me. And that he, and again, like that, he he just brought it to a whole different level. And uh, I just think that was a wonderful opportunity for me as a, as a musician, to have Dennis record with me, and, and uh, I mean, it stands up on its own. So that's I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that, and, and very privileged because again, like that, I got that opportunity, and and uh, I'll be forever grateful for that. You know. Okay, Christy. Um, t- thanks for your your contribution to our program, and. Uh, uh, our, our time is up, unfortunately. I suppose we could go on talking for a long time <laughs> about Dennis I mean, to... and, and Martin and, and, yeah, and well, all the involvement. Yeah, so, well, my sympathies are with um, his wife, Mary, and his stepdaughter, Trina, and, uh, of course, Martin and his wide circle of friends. You know, there's a... Uh, Likewise, th- Christy. Thanks very much, Christy. Thanks for your contribution. Thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot, Christy. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and we're here now, and we're having a chat with Gary Pepper of the, the famous uh, Pepper's Pub in Fiegel, where traditional music has been ongoing for <laughs> maybe 100, 100 years plus or maybe more. So, uh, Gary, we're having a chat today about um, uh, Dennis Cahill. Uh, you know Dennis well, and um, I suppose uh, your involvement with the traditional music festival in Fiegel and your own establishment, you'd have, you'd have, uh, uh, you'd have a great uh, affinity with Dennis. Yeah, yeah, I would, really. Well, Lecture, we, we would have known him. He would have been coming to the Fiegel Festival for two decades at least, and, you know, he was a kind of a man, I suppose, he breezed into town, and, you know, sometimes you, you noticed him, and sometimes you didn't, he was unassuming, very much unassuming, but 
you know, he was he was a happy man in his own world, and you know, we had fierce time for him because, like, he loved coming around this area, especially big Mahara, that that area in general, you know. And um, as I say, he he his music did a lot of the talking, I suppose, and we we, we kind of would all acknowledge that as he's. he's his guitar accompaniment with Martin was something else. So we, we, we would appreciate this. You know, he was probably one of the finest guitar players in, in, in the traditional music scene. And um, as I say, we loved him as a person and we loved his music. And I suppose, um, uh, Gary, he fitted in with any musicians or any whoever, whoever was playing, he was willing to fit in with any group. He was, yeah. And he, he, I mean, he did fit in, you know. He, he did fit in perfection in that kind of thing. You know, so um, he, he, as I say, he was so assuming, like, when he was going to be a band, like, you know, he, he, he sat into sessions and with young musicians and, and more experienced. I, I often saw him there with young musicians. We used to have Friday afternoon during the festival, we'd have uh, maybe junior players uh, at a special gig here in the pub or over the town. And Dennis would fit into those sessions and, and you know, very much loved playing with the young musicians and you know they loved his presence obviously as well so all in all he was a, a very good a very good man that way and um, did he did he have some um, lessons did, did he do some guitar lessons when he was in vehicle as well that time Gary? Oh, 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 yeah he did it for years for many many years he, he did lessons and he was much sought after you know, in fact, he, he was so good at it, like, we, we never did go looking for anybody else to do the lessons. It was always Dennis, if that's what people wanted. And um, people learned a lot from him, you know, and, like, he was very patient with, with students and very helpful. So we got great feedback from people about, about him and his, his, his teaching. So all in all, like, it was a great experience with him, you know. And... Um I suppose um, the, the recent celebration in in, um, in in your establishment there it was a great night and there was great music and and there was a huge amount of of musicians turned up for it on the night. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was great. I mean, like a lot of people wanted to be part of it, you know. And like the amazing thing is, they came from all over the country. It wasn't just one player, you know. They actually came from all over and. You know, the, 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 it was just a good feeling about it. I mean, just bringing, to like bringing Dennis home almost because he wanted to be very much part of the, the Mahara scene and things like that, you know, and the fecal scene. So, like, we had a great evening and a great night. And as I said, people told stories, they reminisced, and they, they just generally kind of were very happy to, to be there on the evening, you know. So, yeah, a great experience. And you had a young man as well, Gary, hadn't you, from Scotland, who, who oh, some Young, people say yeah, he's the yeah. heir apparent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Young, Ryan Young yeah, he, Ryan he Young, just came yeah. over there some, some few years ago, and I mean, Dennis just always do a compliment for him, and now mm. Ryan Young would be considered one of the best fiddle players in Scotland, mm. and Dennis just play, play with him, and they, 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 they were a great duo together, you know. Yeah, so Ryan espe- came especially for the night, didn't he? He came especially for the night, yeah, yeah he did. He, sure. like, he, he, he was thrilled and happy to be there, you yes, know. Yes, yes. Like, they, were, they were a great combination when they did play in Fecal and they did concerts here and that kind of thing, and they met in other stages as well. So um, Ryan Young loved him, he loved Dennis, and 
then it's we're so patient with him and Ryan of course as I say as I said already he's, he's one of the top class fiddle players he's a young fiddle player but yeah. one of the top class fiddle players in, in, in Scotland at this point in time very good and I suppose um, well Dennis himself um, much has been made of his, his humour or quite humour or uh, Martin for instance I heard Martin Hayes and he nearly couldn't really guess some of the jokes he was coming with uh, time on time but was your experience of yeah. him and any anything on that line for you, humorous wise well, or humanity wise? Yeah, in general, he was he was very witty. But mm. I mean, I suppose a lot of the stuff that he'd come out with might go over my head because <laughs> during the festival you're so busy, busy kind of getting yeah. the that the eyes and, the, and that you know. Yeah. But um, oh, he was he, he was strangely quaint, if you know what I mean, in a nice way. Yes. He was he was very very good that way. But as I say, a lot of the stuff now that he come out with, I, I might. I hear it and the next thing to be gone again. Be you know? gone again. Well, I did hear but you I, say before he he could wander up the street in Fecal and sit down talking to someone or kind of just easy going oh kind yeah. of way going on, yeah. Yeah, he'd walk along the street there and the next thing he'd meet somebody he never met before and yeah. he'd, he'd stand up and have a chat and the next thing they could they could be sitting in the corner and, you know, yeah. having, having a pint and whatever, you know. Not that he ever drank that much really, but... He was a, a, a social man in every sense of the word. Yes. So he was uh, he was very well liked, and, and, and like the beauty of it is, is, so many people around here, you know, in the music world, got to know him, and you know, were able to associate with him, which was nice as well. Lovely, you know? yeah, lovely. And uh, Gary, I suppose, um, from a man born in in, in Chicago, maybe. Uh, and uh, came 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 over here, and he fitted in so so very well with the with with the Irish musicians and the Irish way of 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 living and and and, um, and music and all that. Oh, oh, he did, yeah. No, I suppose one thing you know, he obviously said he was a proud uh, Chicago man, but uh, his, his mother was from Kerry. His mother was a direct relation to the, the great Thomas Ash, and. Many months ago, so the, there was a huge Irish connection, a Kelly connection there. Like he fitted in well in that sense, you know. He's, as I said, the breeding was good, as I said. So, oh, yeah. um, but definitely, but he was out now an American man. He, he obviously said that he was American first, and then American Irish. You know, so. Yeah, so the, the the parents, I think, were from Dingle, the, wasn't the father from the yeah, West Kerry yeah. Celtic as well? That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. indeed. So actually, uh, yeah, it was marvellous to to remember him um, uh, as well when you know when he was very well n- known and, and and played all over the world with Mer- with Merton Hayes. So, Gary, um, uh, I think we'll, we'll that'll do us for today. So, t- thanks very much for your your input. Okay, delighted to be able to talk about this. It's a great man. Thanks, yeah, Gary. Thanks very much. Okay, th- okay all the best. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Gary. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you again. Now, I'm here this morning, myself and Jim Collins, and uh, in the studio, and last week we were up in Fecal um, at uh, an event that was uh, remembering um, uh, Dennis Cahill. So, uh, we're here today, and we're, um, we're having a chat with uh, Martin Hayes, 
Merton and, and Antinous Cahill were great friends and, uh, and musicians. And um, uh, good afternoon, Merton. How are you? How are things? Not too bad, not too bad. Merton, so you might, you might uh, tell us about uh, Dennis Cahill and, his tra- uh, and your association with him and your music uh, playing over the years and travels and all that. Well, I, I, I knew Dennis, uh, I think I met him probably first in 1985, I'd say, when I, when I went out to Chicago. And um, I, I went out with um, Jerry Carey and Christy from Kilkishan, well, from Kilmurray, sorry, and, and George Ben, who was from Ennis, I can sing it. So the four of us were out on a kind of a tour. This is from we moved to America in 1985. But we ended up uh, on the in the south side of Chicago, I think was the last gig. And at the end of that, anyway, we, we decided we were going to stick around for a few months. So we got an apartment. And that apartment, as it turns out, was across the road from, from Dennis Cahill, um, who I later got to meet and got to know because he was ended up playing a lot of the same pubs and clubs in Chicago that I was in as well. So um, so I, I got to know him like he was he, at the time working with an, another player man, a fellow from Mullock called George Casey who was a singer and, uh, and and a kind of an on-stage comedian as well. So himself and Dennis had a duet and uh, it was when he was doing that that I, I got to know him and uh, I got to first meet him, yeah. And um, I suppose when when um, when he came back to Ireland, there was always a welcome for him here in 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 East Clare, and uh, he, he had a special room in Ireland over your own house in in, in Mahara. That, that's right. Well, after a number of uh, like a few years later, like uh, in Chicago, Dennis and I started a band, and uh, and we used to play for another clairman actually, Tom Looney, in the Abbey Pub. Uh, in, in Chicago. Anyway, we, 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 we had a band. It was kind of an electric band, but it had a name that kind of connected us. It was East Clare. It was called, they called Midnight Court. So it was named after the, the Merriman Point. But anyway, uh, so so we played and played for years. And uh, eventually I moved out to Chicago. and I moved out to Seattle, I should say. And, uh, and made a couple of albums. And then, like in the early 90s, I, I kind of came back and asked Dennis if he would come on tour one summer, and he did. And that's when we started to come into Ireland. We came, and I think, like, you know, I remember playing at the Fiki Festival with Dennis for the first time, you know, and that was a, a kind of a big event. And we, we spent a summer, I, I can't think it would be maybe 94 or something like that, or, or 95. And uh, anyway, so ever since that first arrival in Fiki, like, he came and stayed in our house. But then every summer after that, and like actually a few times a year, we we would come if we were like doing any gigs or tours in Ireland. We would kind of stay at my parents' house with my father and mother at the time, and um, so Dennis kind of like over time gradually kind of almost became a member of the family, you could say, you know, and like would sit down for all the family meals with us and dinners and whatnot. And, you know, so so there was a room where he stayed all the time, and we kind of just left that there. That was. Dennis will come and go, and he stayed in that room. And you know, he was a a very gentle, quiet house guest. But he he got used to life around Mahara and Fakel and places like that. You know, so it became a chemist kind of second home for him. I think. You know? And and he he uh, he he could he could um, tune into any type of music. Um, and Alton could he, he was uh, you know he could if there's jazz or anything mm-hmm. like that he 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 could uh, yeah he could associate yeah. with. He could, yeah. Well, like, 
Dennis, when I met Dennis first, he was doing kind of cover versions of songs. He could do country songs or bluegrass songs or like he, he and he also kind of had studied classical music. He had gone to college and studied classical guitar and he had taken jazz lessons with some of the prominent jazz musicians in Chicago in the early years. So he had a background in, in everything from top 40 to jazz and classical music. So when, when he was, you know, working with me, he had a lot of, you know, areas of music to draw upon, you know, when he was creating parts. And I suppose I think that the variety of his experience, like he kind of started applying it to playing traditional music and playing with me in particular. And, you know, it kind of eventually led to the creation of a very unique way of, of playing guitar around this music, I think, you know. Yeah, and I suppose in Chicago, you had, you had plenty of good times and good good sessions around uh, uh, Chicago. There was lots of uh, tried, tried nights and all that, uh, um, Martin, I suppose, when you were Yeah, there was. In the mid-80s, like, there was a wave of immigrants, of course, that went out to America, to New York and Boston and Chicago and places. And there was a very big, young Irish community in Chicago. So there was a lot of, you know, we, we would often socialize in the same places and stuff like that. And, there was a lot of energy and activity and, and excitement and fun. You know, we were all young and, you know, so the, and, and there was a, a pretty lively traditional music scene in, in Chicago. Um, I mean, going all the way back, really, you know, like to Francis O'Neill and, and those years, you know, like like in the early 20th century, there were a lot of musicians there and there were a lot of Irish-American musicians that emerged out there as well. So there was a big community of traditional musicians when I got to Chicago. You know, people like Jim, Jimmy Key and Liz Carroll, you know, John Williams, various other musicians like were kind of, you know, there was a, a big scene. But I mean, apart from that, like, there was a huge, like, it's a big music city anyway, a big city of blues, a big city for jazz, a big city for even folk music, you know, and stuff like And that was kind of originally the community that, that Dennis was part of. Like, there was a kind of, an, that kind of American folk scene of the 70s, like, was kind of where Dennis kind of cut his teeth first, I think, you know. I just, you partly answered, uh, Martin, my question that I had in my head uh, is, yeah. is to what, let's say, drew you to America in the first place? I mean, first of all, was it work or was it music or maybe both? Um, and, you know, was the, the, the American scene that you described there a second ago, uh, was that much more enticing, let's say, than the, the music scene back here in Ireland at the time? Well, to, t to be honest, like when I went out to America, I only thought I was going for a few months. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, when they go out first, you know. And I suppose it's easier to go when you think, well, I'll be back in six months, you know, what the hell. But the, the thing was, you know, a few things happen. Opportunities start opening up there, you know, and you, you start finding new possibilities. So the music scene was very exciting and very rich, and it was all in one place, and you could kind of like it really hear all kinds of things, meet all kinds of musicians and stuff like that. So that did become very attractive to me once I was there. And I suppose the reality is like when you leave, like when you when you when you when you immigrate, um, you know, opportunities open up as for sure in the place that you go to. And things close in behind you. You know, it's like, you know, the place that you occupied like before you left. It, so all of a sudden doesn't really exist anymore. You know, you don't have a job there. You don't have a place to live. You you don't have a car. You don't, you know, you like all of a sudden, you know, 
it's easier to stay in the other place, you know. And I think that's what happened to me. So like, I ended up spending 26 years there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Martin, I was looking at... Um uh, Galtry, it's a, it's a, it's a, in T.G. Cahar, I'd say it was an old one last night, but uh, um, it was from Chief O'Neill's in, in Chicago, I suppose, you, you, you know that program well, oh, from the yeah, sessions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mert, yeah. actually, Dennis, Dennis was playing there with a group of, uh, with a group of musicians. He was, uh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I suppose that would be one of the, one of the main places in, in Chicago for the, for the trad music. It was, yeah. It kind of kicked in a little bit after the Abbey Pub, like in the in the in the late '80s and early '90s. It was the Abbey Pub, which, as I say, was owned by Tom Looney from Kill the Boy. But then uh, Chief O'Neill's kind of became the place, and that was run by a fella called Brendan McKinney, like he was Irish American from Detroit originally, and uh, and his wife uh, is, is a flute player from from Kerry. Anyway, so it, it it is, and it is right now the the kind of main, I suppose, like when we think of, of traditional music. And it was in Chief O'Neill's that we we had the afters at the memorial for for Dennis in Chicago earlier this year. So yeah, that was. And so I suppose going back to Dennis uh, when he was over here in Ireland, I remember him when I was one of the black sticks. He 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 arrived in a few times with with a group of musicians and. He'd, he'd sit down nicely in the corner and, and, and play away, and he wouldn't be in anyone's way or anything like that. He was oh, a, yeah, no, he, the, the Dennis was a very kind of... Dennis was, like, wouldn't be pushing his weight around anyway, that's for sure. He he was a very easygoing, quiet kind of person, you know, very mannerly, let's say, you know. Uh, so he... And, you know, he, he loved kind of, you know, being, being around East Clare and kind of fitting into the kind of, you know, that... Musically world, I suppose, you know, and making friends with various other musicians. He needed a break from me anyway, so, so I'm glad he talked to other people to play with around East Clare too, yeah. And I suppose, uh, uh, Merton, when he took off, then maybe he got a bit more famous. <laughs> he, he played in all the big venues around Ireland and I suppose around Europe and everywhere around. Mm. Yeah, we were, like, we were lucky, you know, like, um, you know, the, to kind of, I suppose, Gradually, you know, build it up. I suppose gig by gig and audience by audience to to the point where we were able to play larger venues, and it happened gradually over the years. You know, so and and I I don't think we ever took it for granted. You know, we were always very like kind of appreciative of the kind of prestigious stages we would get to play on. You know, so that that was. Um, and we we you know it was a source of some satisfaction for both of us. That's for sure. Yeah, I remember being in Clover and you, you were playing inside in a packed house there, uh, maybe after Clover opening, and uh, it, was, it was a marvellous occasion. And, um, yeah. you know, there was people queuing up to to, to, to attend the concerts. And, uh, just, yeah, I, suppose when, yeah. When, when, I hardly believe it myself when I see it, to tell you the truth, but anyway, it, it does happen, so... And, and uh, Glory was 21, 21 years now. There was a concert on Saturday night there. They were celebrating their uh, 21st anniversary. So I suppose. That's right. Uh, we, I played at the opening night of it. And, uh, and of course, um, uh, we played the, the opening night event. And then Dennis and I played the official non opening night first concert, I think. Yeah, Laura as well. We played the second night, you know. Yeah, I was at that concert. Laura's great venue. Were you at that? I was, I was, Merton. Yeah, I was at that concert. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was a marvelous, was, marvelous occasion. And from Clore is a nice, is a great venue in Clare. Uh, it's just marvelous to have it in it Clare for, 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 uh, for concerts like that. I just wonder, Martin, uh, you know, you, we've been looking back over since the 80s when, when you went to America first and uh, right up to the present. Uh, how do you think... Um, Irish music is is going, and the the state of Irish traditional music, or maybe the development of Irish traditional music, um, has it developed much over your time involved in the business? And um, and we said, do you like where it is now? Oh, I do. I mean, I think there are great like young musicians like coming up now, and 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 like I would say, like even. In East Clare, in particular, like like an incredible uh, crop of great players like Sorica Costello and like oh, like lots of them, and you know it it's um it's great to see. Like I think there's more better music around East Clare than there ever was, you know, and um, and and I think that goes across the country and internationally as well. And I mean, look at you. You could you could go to like a good Kaylee in Tokyo now, you know, and 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 have a fully Japanese Kaylee band and all Japanese set dancers, like, and it would be a lot like what you might see um, thirty or forty years ago in in Kilmele. So it, it, it's remarkable, really. It's uh, it's been a, a, a quite the, the journey. I mean, I I wouldn't have believed that if you told me forty years ago the state things were going to be in and it's not like there was a point at which I was concerned about like you know that there was a lot of you know maybe technically competent players but then they wouldn't have the feel of it and they wouldn't have the sense of it but that's no longer the case I mean I hear lots of fine players with lots of great expression and a real sense and understanding of the tradition you know so it's in a very healthy state you know yeah I, most of the of the established musicians and the older people, and when they're asked about the music, they, they all say that Martin, that the that the, the younger, the, the the best musicians have have to come yet. So, they, they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 uh, the the will I have to move out of the way soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah the most when they're interviewed they say oh the all the younger crop there's a fantastic young young crop coming along after us, and I suppose here in Clare yeah. I suppose Mary McNamara does an awful lot of work uh, uh, with her, oh, her yeah, school yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Toronto. I mean, like she has done tremendous work. And, uh, yeah. Like the the output is incredible. You know, it's like uh, like really. I mean, like. She's a she's a notable teacher. I mean, that's for sure. You know. And I suppose Merton, uh, the, the new uh, before we go on with the, the new Knocknagui here, a venue and opened recently, and it's a, a fabulous venue as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. It's like it's like there's lore. It's a it's a, it's the venue in the county, but like it's great to have a venue closer to home. I suppose. Yeah, it's a regional venue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it's great, you know. Well done to to Breda and all the committee there for the energy and commitment it takes to to make that happen, you know. So yeah. that's that's great, you know. Yeah, we were there, we were there actually, and we, we recorded the the first concert there and the the cherished ladies, and it was a fantastic night. All right. Yeah, in 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 Tulla, so I suppose you'll you'll. You'll, you'll be gracing the, the, the stage there yourself in in, in the near well, future. At <laughs> some stage, I hope, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. You know. yeah. yeah I just think, yeah. Martin, I suppose, as we come towards the end, even though you have been 
living abroad or living abroad mostly for for yeah. 30 plus or 30 years or so uh, yeah, yeah. you seem to have always and I know you have family here of course but you have kept very much in touch you've kept your your feet on the ground in East Clare uh, without a shadow of a doubt oh yeah 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 well I like I, I never felt disconnected from it like maybe there was a couple of years in Chicago when I was out there initially where I when I wasn't coming back and forth when I felt I was kind of had broken the link a little bit but but the music of course has kept me in contact with it like and and the reality of my own music is that it's it's based on like what I knew and learned growing up in East Clare so so the whole kind of East Clare thing is is with me in a professional sense the whole time you know like so so I can never really I could never escape it anyway, even if I wanted to. <laughs> so I suppose, uh, Merton, we'll, 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 we'll finish up and we'll let you, we'll let you go. So, um, thank, oh, no, you can't. Th- th- thanks, Merton, for your, for your time. And, um, well, thanks very much. And, 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 uh, and it's great to have a, a local radio station like this. So anyway, well done to you for, for doing what you do and for putting the energy into that. So, and and uh, continued success. And I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll finish up with, with may, may, may uh, Dennis Cahill rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I appreciate that, and he would love to know that he was being recognised and, and remembered. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. So, uh, thanks very much, Merton. No, thanks. And happy Christmas to you and your, and your wife. Thanks, Merton. And you, you both, happy Christmas as well. So. All right. Thanks, 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 thanks Melvin. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Thank you.